0: Welcome back to Theory for Turntables, the TFT podcast. I'm Ryan. That's Matt. Hey, Matt, I fake it so real. I am beyond fake.
1: You stole my lyric, you
0: fucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't remember that one, but that does sound like something Courtney Love would say.
1: (laughs) And someday you will ache like I ache. And someday you will ache like I ache. And someday you will ache like I ache. And someday you will ache
0: like I ache. Someday you will ache like I ache. And we are not alone. We are joined by the TFT punk correspondent, Rachel D. Rachel
2: D, I made my bed. I'll lie in it. I made my bed. I'll die in it. You know, I told you from the start that this is how it would end with me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> with you. you, with you, my my Miss World, <laughs> um guys, we we're discussing uh, "Live Through This," the 1994 album by Hole, uh, and this is I think, uh, you know, we never call our own shot because we are we are uh, un- unpredictable and whimsical. Uh, but it's likely that this is the end, or uh, or possibly the penultimate episode of this historical stretch uh, that started um, back in January. With Tori Amos, and I think we're fittingly um, coming around to Courtney Love and Hole, um, and this is another. You know, we as we discussed with Greg Weimer last week with Green Day's Dookie, we're in 1994, which is this major um, year for alternative rock, um, and uh, both in terms of uh, reeling from um, the death of Kurt Cobain um, and and the ramifications of that, and then the crossing over to mainstream and kind of the the pop charts of a number of acts, one of which is whole. Um, and this is... Um if memory serves quickly. Um, Hole's second full length album um, and the first—it's—it's it's quite a departure. Uh, I totally recommend. Is not required listening. Uh, it is kind of a recommended listening. Uh, is Hole's first album, uh, which is very different and is very—if you are missing uh, missing Sonic Youth and even missing the Sonic Youth that we didn't cover uh, of of kind of the the pre Daydream Nation um, noise rock Sonic Youth. This is uh, uh, their their first album is one to check out, um, and then really check out uh, Live Through This, which is – is just a you know an album that um i you know was familiar with the singles uh in 1994 and then have uh, you know uh, both Rachel and i have come to appreciate in recent years and that's i mean it's a the theme with a number of these 90s albums um but this is just it's you know what would be
1: great ryan you know what would be great is if you could have punk music but you could just shade it shade it a little more towards poppiness just make it a little more easily digestible with some melodies and harmonies and stuff like that and and then make it all girls. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Actually, I, I say all girls. A, like we probably shouldn't talk like that. This is 2017, and B, uh, all women. Courtney Love was 30 when this when this yeah. uh, when this record was released, and so this is sort of a departure from our last stretch of like half a dozen albums, which are all by 19, 20, 21 year olds. Uh, cool. Like this is a this is a statement by a more mature. Um, by a more mature person and, and a little bit. I think that shows right like she has uh, uh, a little more trenchant social criticism than maybe Billy Joe uh, had when he was just talking about I'm bored and on we and nothing means anything. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, well actually, uh, is that a uh, whole is not all, all women, right? Um, that no, the, it's, uh, I
1: guess the central partnership at the, at the kind of the core of the band uh, between sort of uh, singer lead vocal and lead guitar is, uh, is a dyad of uh, a man and woman.
0: Right, of Courtney Love and uh, Eric Erlandson, who they had worked with. uh, And they were the core duo that persisted throughout several other lineup changes. Um, And so I think the lineup that recorded the 1991s pretty on the inside was very different from this one that – recorded um, uh, live through this and I mean live through this we'll, we'll get into this but it's w- listening to this it's in some ways this is you know if uh, if the Nirvana discography is uh, never mind is a little too polished uh, and a little too Butch Viggs take on alternative and uh, in utero is a little too Albini a little too jagged edges this is the this is this is the the, uh, the Goldilocks um, uh, alt rock right this is just right uh, in terms of capturing um, some of these kinds of dynamics and sounds that are um, you know that were in this all uh, in the indie rock underground in the '80s, um, and kind of putting them together into something that became really commercially uh, successful. So give uh, give this a spin after the the break. Uh, it is a quick is a quick listen, um, and uh, rewards uh, repeated listens. Uh, it's good. We always talk about use cases. This is one. Uh, this is good for uh, running, and it's, for, it's good for a specific kind of run, uh, which uh, Rachel and I did this morning, which is. A, a hill workout in in about 30 degrees in uh, it's about 30 to 40 degrees in the rain right on that cusp of, of, of rain and snow uh and this is a perfect album for that workout oh it got uh, it's
1: it's really cold in los angeles too it got down to 68 today
0: yeah, I, I don't think you'll ever appreciate Hole. Uh, <laughs> wait, they were formed in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, but
1: they
2: have the they have the they uh, have the mentality of Oregon. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. Right? I mean, she went to school in Olympia, right? Um,
1: I've, I, yeah, I've been given to understand.
0: Yeah. So, uh so so you know, find some rain uh and some cold and start running up a hill. <laughs> right. Not just that hill, just any hill at all. Right. Um and uh and we we'll, and then join us back here to discuss live through this after this word from our commercial sponsors. Do you- Guys,
2: oh. I have so many doll parts. <laughs> Wow! Not, the, like, the, not not a whole doll. <laughs> no, just a bunch of parts, and there's nowhere to put them. Oh well, uh, well,
1: well, well. Uh, how about uh, how about we give you a hole?
2: A hole? Yeah, like it, a hole to
1: put the doll parts in. It's an aperture in the ground, and you can throw all of your doll parts in there in a sort of Airsats Cemetery that will definitely not make your parents concerned.
0: You'll never have a whole doll, but you'll have a doll hole.
2: Well, they all fit. Amazing.
1: <laughs> doll hole for when your whole doll is in parts. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I was I swear I was uh gonna jump in with like pretty much the exact same uh prompt for uh for a commercial <laughs> as you came up with.
2: It's like it's kind of like the bag hutch, but for like dolls, like, uh, you know, the Mr. Show sketch, like I have too many bags. And then that product did get invented. Like people really do need a bag hutch and you need a doll part hole.
0: So so, guys, it seems like there are no questions. (laughs) Is that uh, uh, as you know, we never actually get to exercise TFT parliamentary procedure. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But but this would be the point at which the host would ask, are there any questions that anyone would like to ask anyone else, Uh, which is actually a meta question that has never been asked before (laughs) um, on this podcast. Uh, So are there any questions on the floor? (laughs) uh i i i mean you me know further questions uh, i will move to adjourn
1: <laughs> i guess you you made your bed you you die in it
2: i I'll ask a question or Matt, if you have a question, I mean, I,
1: don't, I, I just want is, this is whole for real. Is Courtney love a punk band? Is Courtney love an emo band? Is Courtney love an indie band? Is Courtney love an emo indie punk band? <laughs> like it's, you know, we could just, uh, I'm not sure I have anything along our, our, uh, usual lines because it is so resolutely the thing it is. You know, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it traffics in, in, uh, subterfuge.
0: Um, well, oh, oh, let's get back to that. But I kind of, I, I want to hear Rachel's question.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, you yeah. want to hear my question? Oh, yeah. oh, I, well, I don't know. It is a very leading question. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, by if, if it needs to be Robert's rules, I understand like Robert's rules, like a verb. Well, I, I, I have my gavel and I will, I will wield it appropriately. Uh, Guys, is this how I'm kind of better than the Nirvana output? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that backing away slowly, but um,
1: I, point of I really... point of uh, point of personal privilege, Mister Mister Speaker. Mm-hmm uh granted i've i've checked my privilege and it uh and and I, I i'd like to exercise my personal privilege now on on behalf of the patriarchy
0: uh the 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 speaker uh, well because robert rules ultimately institutionalized the hegemony uh i'll allow it <laughs> i mean better better i mean i guess
1: i guess the answer uh rachel is a qualified yes right? Because, uh, it depends what you mean by better. And for certain definitions of better, uh, it definitely, it, it certainly is.
2: I, I really, I sus I really, the, the Goldilocks of, uh, alt rock really resonates because I think this album does so many things kind of all at once and, and kind of like, It really is like sits squarely in like this lineage of all these different influences and bands um, while like still sounding like its own thing. And I, I find that very impressive. I like I like being able to listen to something that both is like surprising and yet sounds like every one of my favorite other bands you know, at the same time, (laughs) all, all within like the same, like short, concise album. And like, even within the same songs, it's a marketer's Uh,
1: it's a marketer's dream in that respect. Right. Uh, it's, uh, it's just like, it's different enough from what you like in order to be interesting, but similar enough to what you like in order to be familiar and comforting. Right.
2: Yeah, no, I think so. And I mean, even not, I just, I, I do think it's, um, I think it's exciting. I, I think the 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 influences of I just feel like you hear it in like one wh- one moment I feel like I'm listening to like a Pixie song and the next I'm hearing like the Sonic Youth happening and then I'm the next the next moment I'm hearing like the kind of weird like meta replacements thing that was happening to like everyone at the same time and then the next moment I'm hearing um
0: like some fugazi like some fugazi some dinosaur junior so, yeah
2: like I, I'm just like I'm hearing like the entire like you know I well I'll call it like, the entire like indie rock western Canon like all at once but it's just kind of like you know it's like building on that um and it, I don't know I, I find that like very uh satisfying I guess it really feels like it's it's like a I, I don't know it's I don't know how to describe it as like it's something that like, you know, another work of art that's comparable that really just kind of builds on like everything that's happening or like at least like it kind of has like all of these has. Yeah, has it's really squarely in the lineage of its influences. And I like that.
0: Uh, you know, I, I have a question for Matt. That kind of like because uh, like, I I I was listening to Rachel's list of influences, and um, they're all in this kind of hard rock, alternative rock space. So, I, I, my question for Matt is: Matt, is Courtney Love a female singer-songwriter? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: yes, I mean,
1: I think she is, but she is she operates. Poetically, her lyric writing I think is very good, but she operates in kind of a different – in a different way, right? Like there's something a little sword and sorcery to uh – uh to a, a lot of the female singer songwriters that are my uh, you know favorites from from early on, I mean, very explicitly with the people like Tori Amos, and and there is a kind of there is a almost quasi spirituality that goes with the Lilith Fair crowd, and uh, uh, and and uh, and a sort of like beat poetry influence, um, or or like protest music influence with someone like Ani DeFranco just to name my, my, you know, a few of my favorites. Um, corny love is out of a different is out of a different tradition and a, a sort of more, um, a sort of more, uh, ancient and and primitive kind of tradition right like the 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 way that repetition is used in this like uh, like the 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 lyric that you quoted like i i i made my bed i'll lie in it i made my bed i'll die in it right like um that happens over and over and over again where there's this kind of repetition with a difference to to the point where it it becomes uh it becomes sort of an incantation or it becomes a sort of uh ancestral call right rather than being like like an elaborately wrought tapestry of like you know gossamer fairy wings or something like this i mean and and i guess like uh it's what it is, is it's a little more urban, right? Like it's a little less, it's a little less Vermont and a little more New York, you know, and, and, uh, or a little less upstate New York and a little more New York city. So I'd say, um, uh, that the answer, Ryan, is that it's a qualified, yes, that Courtney Love is a a female singer songwriter, uh, because as much as she's a a female singer songwriter, she writes urban music and, uh, and, and the, the urban audience.
0: Urban contemporary singer songwriter (laughs)
1: exactly.
0: I mean this this point about repetition is um is is really interesting and one of the forms of of repetition is a line that we already have referenced. um, But one. Uh, is is the um what what is the last line of the album uh from Rockstar right the um I went to school in Olympia and I think that you know we talk a lot about albums having these starting with these defining sonic moments um but this is one album that really ends with a defining um uh, sonic moment cuz there's this kind of the 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 Rockstar coda right the I went the, the final I went to school in Olympia um kind of comes after you feel like the song has ended. Ended uh, and then you're like oh oh it's k- going to kick back in and there's going to be another kind of chorus but there's not really that either it's like a last repetition of this that is this like last explosion and then it burns out um and there's something about that um you know and, and we we were watching some some live whole videos before sitting down to record and I know there's uh, from the ninety five I think it was the ninety five. Um, uh, mtv vmas um hole played violet and um and and at the end right this is one of these ending in a a guitar smash and some other kind of you know i think Courtney love uh is is throwing some things around at the end of it and i think this kind of I, i i see that the way that i mean the 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 end is like that but it has that repetition with a difference um which is uh i think a very interesting way to end the album um, and, and for me, is this kind of um, a striking sonic moment?
2: Yeah, I, I think it's um, I think that that last song is interesting, too, because it's I think something worth t- touching on is it, it, this kind of and I think the song really kind of touches on it is this like kind of antagonism, like like the antagonism to the little fair crowd or like Riot Girl, or like collective like collective uh female like political uh political collective uh group action with women or <laughs> or identify with collective collective political group action with other women like a, f- a feminist like a feminist movement and yeah like considering herself a feminist i think and like like she so she's kind of like
0: a lone wolf feminist she's like a
2: lone wolf feminist yes if that is a thing um and it's interesting and like I, you know i i think uh her her like there are a lot of things about like her her songs and like the presentation and like the content that are that are like very like there's definitely like i think to me are political and they're feminist and they have like this you know they have that that content and spirit but then like in this song i mean she basically kind i mean you know it, it's interesting like it, I mean, it definitely is like a, a very sarcastic glib little thing about like Riot girl, like to reference Olympia over and over again, like this. Um, and you know, and, and can even, you, just, I like, mean, the,
1: can you, can you unpack that for, for those of our audience who might not be familiar with the early nineties punk subcultures?
2: Well, I guess so. It, like a lot of the Riot girl movement, um, and even, I guess like K records and I guess even like. Kirk Cobain, like, was from, Olymp- right, like, mm-hmm. spent some time in Olympia, um, was, like, definitely at, like, at, at, Evergreen, at State. Evergreen State College, um, was the kind of, I don't know, for, I, I don't know what to call it, the birthplace, yeah, it was, it was where Riot Girl is, I think, typically associated, ha- having emanated from, um, with kind of Bikini Kill and Kathleen Hanna as kind of like a, you know, very much in the fourth, who's associated as being like in the center of that, right? And, and the center of that, that, uh, that, you know, that musical movement. Yeah. And
0: I, as a clarification and a, a, a retroactive uh, uh, self, well, actually, um, you know, Courtney Love herself did not go to school in Olympia, right? Um, this is a like she only sarcastic. She went to school in Olympia with all of those in scare quotes, right? Um, <laughs> um, and uh, especially, is,
2: especially two.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the Riot Girl diss track, right? Mm-hmm,
2: uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the sheether. <laughs> um, is uh, <laughs> the she there of this album for whatever reason but i guess not not quite uh you know it just because like i i don't think she's in the same position as remy ma but uh yeah no i i do think um i think there's a lot of repetition in the lyrics and i i do think you know going on the singer songwriter thing i i you know there is like a certain like in the presentation, like not just like visually and then like like lyrically and then musically is there a certain rawness. But I think that, you know, I, I kind of associate that rawness as well as being like another way. And she differentiates herself with like, I guess, the ways that she felt she was otherwise going to get pigeonholed um, as being like other mm. female musicians um, who are like in the mainstream at the time.
1: Uh, yeah, like who? Like other other people in the alternative rock world, or other people like Mariah Carey?
2: I mean, like other people in the alternative rock world, right? Well, yeah. like another another thing that we were watching, right,
0: was there was like uh, once once we were in the YouTube auto, we you watch one whole video and then all of a sudden you fall into the whole hole, right? Um, and uh, YouTube is serving up video after video, and one that got served up was a French news report on on female alternative rat rock acts uh, that was uh, looking at Hole, um, L Seven, The Breeders. Uh, Uh, and pj harvey i believe were the Mm -hmm. the featured kind of interviewed acts um Mm -hmm. and it was like trying to say oh are you part of a movement are you part of a scene Mm -hmm. and everyone pretty much vehemently denied that more Mm -hmm. or less right Uh, and i think maybe courtney loved them like the most most.
2: the most yeah And, and like i i find that interesting about how um I find it both interesting to how like a there's i guess it's obvious like desire to create a scene where there was was or wasn't the scene, and then b like you know I guess how frustrating this was and how little these women wanted to be i, I don't know pigeonholed as being part of like lilla affair or uh Olympia or 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 just like any other kind of um like other female musicians um you know, just like I guess, like with the, you know, a because it's like kind of condescending, and then b, you know, there, I guess there's just like not there would maybe it just there wasn't like enough public space for so many women, or I don't know if there's like this sense felt that like, you know, if you're gonna be pigeonholed this way, it's because there are only so many like boxes to be filled. Um. And you had to like fill a certain alternative rock box.
1: Sure. I think that there's like, it, it's totally comprehensible why you wouldn't want to be sort of reduced to being like, oh, you're just another one of those female rockers. But, but there, I, I think it's pausing and kind of um, thinking about why it's bad to be part of a movement because it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the, um, because it wasn't just the the uh, L 7s and the breeders and the the holes uh, who were against it, right? Like if you would have asked uh, Kurt Cobain and Eddie Vedder and and uh, all you know all the Seattle bands or something like that, whether they were part of a movement, um, Counting Crows would have said yeah, <laughs> but but everyone else would you know would have would have said no too. And is it just like you know I want to be like all the different people, or is it like uh, is there something kind of a, a offensive to the artistic sensibility that the idea that that you're part of a group that you're part of a trend that's 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 happening I mean I, I I think there's an answer but I think it might be less obvious than than we imagine
0: well I mean is I, what I mean I one attempt I think a little bit back to um like Woodstock 94, um, and the ways in which Woodstock 94 was very much not like the, um, you know, Woodstock one. Right. Uh, and, uh, that, that, you know, in some ways a very, like, you know, collective social action was the thing that, uh, that the parents generation was doing. Um, and so that rejecting that that there's something about that, that is, um, that is, that is outmoded, uh, and is not, uh, in line with, uh, with, with what is happening there, right? That, that we're not going to just be, um, be hippies with, with, uh, with flannel, right? Um, and, and that instead, right, that there is, and so, um, as a result, um, even as there is, I I mean, there's a few things that happen, um, but I think with, with whole, in particular, I mean, we've talked a little bit about this, uh, and these various kinds of personal music, um, versus, um, uh, versus protest music. Um, and this is one where I think that it's not even that the personal is political. It's kind of the verse reverse is that in a lot of these songs, the political is personalized. Right. Um, and so that there are, these are songs, um, that have, content that one would like label as as feminist but they're they're delivered and in in i think a very personal, personal. way I don't, uh, I don't know if you what your thoughts are on that already. yeah
2: no i think um i i think you're right i think they are like personalized um you know i'm thinking of like violet as an example of that right uh and like kind of the there, there's kind of like a shifting perspective and violent right between like the the kind of like abuser and the abused and and kind of like those different kind of voices are sort of are both present there and it's like not totally clear whether it's like she's like kind of saying that to herself or like whether like which voices are sort of like what's like in there's not a clear delineation between like like what's internalized and what isn't right. Um, which I actually think is sort of like a, a thing we could say about like most of the songs on this album, right? Where like I think it's like a lot of the sort of like negative and like not like kind of se- like self-hating and negative things out there in like the in the patriarchy sort of get intern or internalized, mm-hmm. and like the songs lyrically often, you know, they kind there's this like very like nebulous back and forth um about how much they are not internalized in the sp- but like with the speaker of the song right and you know it's not it's like is this like is are, is this like a sort of what you're re- reading on the wall or what you're thinking and feeling and it, it's not totally it's a little bit of both right because it's this like kind of self-aware battle to like of, of internalizing and not internalizing like the negative the negative um, and kind of like, a you know, like abusive messages that have been received throughout life um, is kind of how like a lot of I think I take a lot of these lyrics. And I think Violet's like an example of that. Um, I mean, even like doll parts kind of has this like nebulous, like back and forth of. You know how. How like the speaker feels about themselves is like not totally clear right it's like negative but it's it's i i i I don't know there's i think there's like a kind of there's something interesting there about like these songs are more willing to sort of like admit that one has like internalized some of Mm -hmm. these negative messages then i would say like Riot girl songs are willing to say that, right? Yeah, because Riot Girl it, songs never say I've internalized negative messages.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well they're, because they're sort of so so interested in kind of militating aggressively against the the kind of the the threat from the threat from the outside. And this is this is to a certain extent or in certain ways more interesting, or at least it opens up more territory because when the like you know when the sort of self is compromised right like when when you're when you're like uh when you look at yourself as doll parts right there's a different the a different kind a different kind of dynamic emerges and it opens it up it opens it up to a, a unique sort of sort of exploration uh i guess right
2: yeah, no. And I think, I mean, and I, I, when I think about it, like, like the Olympia song going back to that, even um, I think one of the repeated parts is like, make me, re- make me real. Don't you please make me real. Fuck you. Um, and I think there's, I think there's something there, you know, kind of reading it with this lens of like, like Courtney loves willingness to like, like embrace and like uh, it, it own up to internalizing negative self-image is like in some ways she is, is like more authentic than like taking the stance that you are like so strong that you it is only like that you you're only on the attack. Right. Um, and, and I think there's something interesting there about, you know, like uh, that, like there's something that, you know, in her i think in her view there's like a a greater authenticity to like owning up to the complicated feelings
0: And I think the other song that does this for me also is miss world. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that like, uh, and, and this idea of especially right. That a, a beauty pageant as the like ultimate in like society judging uh, Mm -hmm. and, and, and women. Right. And, and kind of internalizing that. Right. Um, and so, right. She says, um, you know what? I'm the girl, you know, can't look you in the eye. Right. I'm the girl, you know, so sick. I cannot try. Um, i'm the one you want can't look you in the eye i'm the girl you know i lie and lie and lie um i miss world somebody kill me right um and it's a it's this it's this thing of right it's a it's it's not a beauty pageant it's an ugly pageant right Mm -hmm. uh because because there is this um there is this like on display of of kind of you know, it, uh, of 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 the sense of the ugliness that beauty creates, right? And uh, that these kind of externally uh, imposed standards of of beauty create. And I I think that I don't know. I, and it's 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 a very strong th- through line, right? I mean, again, yeah. I I think we've we've kind of connected this in a like brief jaunt on like you know well over half of the songs on the album, right?
2: Oh no, I mean completely. I think that's like a repeated through line and the songs, um, you know, there's, I, I think that that's definitely there. And I think it's there. I mean, you kind of just talking about Miss world makes me think a lot too about like Courtney loves like presentation of herself at the time. Right. And particularly like in while promoting this album, um, and like in sort of this age of whole, uh, and it's this very, very, like, I, it's this very pointed, disheveled femininity. Um, and I think it's very interesting because it is, to, it, I think it is purposefully, like, the whole idea of the ugly beauty pageant, I think is a great, like, sort of short, like, uh, statement of purpose for, like, her present like, her, the ethos of her self-presentation in these concerts and in her live performances. Um, you know, her makeup is always, like, kind of on poorly. Like it's like a little too much lipstick, like not like there's no lip liner to keep the lipstick in on her lips. Usually the eye makeup is kind of like like very kind of blurred, like like it was put on with like a broad stroke. um, Or maybe there was some crying or 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 there there was was, some crying. Right. You know, her hair is not like perfect hair. You know, it's definitely like it's full volume. It's like. And, and then she wears like she has this like extraordinary collection of like slip dresses and vintage baby doll outfits and like things that like it like it's like literally she took like outfits from porcelain dolls and made them large, like for to fit her. Um, I mean that's what it looks like. It's like this. It's it, like literally is like when she sings doll part. I like kind of like almost believe she had like a she has like a doll wardrobe. Um, And she wore that doll wardrobe for most of the 90s. And it was always I think the, the whole presentation is like very it's a real aggressive move in some ways because it's it's kind of inviting you to like it's this mixed message of like, it, it. it's kind of like, I think her whole MO is like very much summarized in her self presentation. Cause it's like inviting you to sexualize her and then telling you to go fuck yourself for doing that. Right. <laughs> like, it, because she's, it's like the presentation, she looks like she's like hurt. She looks disheveled. She does not look, you know, there's like this, I think it's very pointed that she looks like like she, she kind of looks messy and like, not totally like, you know, perfect. Um,
1: it's a little, it's a little Harley Quinn esque, at least in a couple of hello. photographs that I, you know, that I looked at, right. Which has the same thing, like, you know, yes. over, you know, overly pale red lips, kind of like mm-hmm. a very, uh, an application of makeup that calls attention to itself as makeup. Um you know, uh, and, and, and stuff like that. And, and yeah. And the hint of a kind of barbed wire kind of thing, um, a, a barbed wire kind of thing going on that that you're going to get hit with a bat or something like that. If you, uh, uh, if you get any closer.
2: Yeah, no. And I, I think, um, you know, I think that's like a big, like that, that presentation is like also kind of part of the through line of the songs too. And right? even in like Violet, right. She, like, invites the person to take everything from her, right? Like, like you know, it's violent, right? It's a call to, like, be violent to her. Um, you know, and I think that, like, kind of impulse of, like, uh, you know— like kind of it's kind of this like trolling impulse to like Mm -hmm. the male gaze
1: yeah and it sort of reveals more about the male gaze or it reveals more about the society than it really sort of reveals about her right it's not like mm -hmm. she's not necessarily implicated in in the same way that that the kind of the the um, the dominant culture that she is, uh, the dominant culture that she is challenging is implicated in, in, um, you know, having, you know, having whatever feelings it has about her self-presentation.
0: Matt, were there any other songs that jumped out at, uh, at you, uh, on this listen, oh. uh, or, or any other angles on the ones that we've uh, mentioned so far? Well, it's, I mean, uh, a lot of them
1: you know yeah a, uh, a lot of them the i I'm, I'm really interested in the idea of kind of having internalized the having internalized the the abuse or having internalized the sort of discourse of being less than or being um, you know uh, subordinate um, I think that like uh one when, when I heard it in 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 this this most recent set of of Listens is you know the pieces of Jennifer's body found pieces of Jennifer's Mm -hmm. body found pieces of Jennifer's body just relax just relax just go to sleep just relax just relax just go to sleep and then a reference like as actually as with Polly what what is it about these early nineties rockers and the and the you know horrible acts of like kidnapping and sexual violence but like uh, and and uh, a reference um, uh, later in the song when he says uh, uh, he keeps you in a box by the bed. Uh, Alive, but just barely um, is a reference to an actual kidnapping uh, that uh, happened, and that seemed to inspire, like you know, three or four songs. um, Three or four songs at the time, but but to a certain extent, she's she's kind of positing that as the. she 's positing that as the female experience right right as the sort right. of as the sort of general picture of what it 's like uh what it 's like to be a woman in America in the 90s or in the indie rock kind of subculture or you know in i mean however you slice it whatever whatever sort of set of um uh, 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 whatever set of of scope conditions you want to put on the the like the social world that's being uh, depicted. This is what, um, you know, this is sort of what she's she's talking about, and it's it's uh I don't know it's a it's a very sort of it's a very sort of interesting thing where right whereas Kurt Cobain's response was was very um was very self lacerating uh I think here. The, <laughs> there isn't necessarily like it, you know, you'd think that like, oh, you know, it's, it's a feminist record, like she's taking positions on things, but that's kind of not how it works. Right. Like as, as with the self-presentation and the kind of the, the, the sort of trolling aspect uh, of it, it, it sort of invites you to have a response and then Implicates the response in, mm-hmm. in the problem that the song is uh, in the problem that the song is um, highlighting addressing elucidating, throwing into relief right
0: yeah i I, th- I think so
2: yeah no i, I think um, I think that's right I think it is kind of like implicating I do think you're right that like the songs do function the same way right they 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 force the listener to I you know I I guess like sort of and, and even like the whole reaction to Courtney Love like why why do I feel this way about Courtney Love or why I mean she elicited such vitriol and like she elicited a very strong negative response like in the pop culture at the time in well, general I, I think
1: it's not hard to understand yeah, right like yeah, yeah. there I mean, there, you know. there was a band and it had dudes in it. <laughs> right ren and then there wasn't and there was courtney love so like you know drag her
0: no, no, well, but she's both Yoko Ono and the guy who p- killed Tupac and Biggie. The guys who killed Tupac and Biggie, all in one, right? Yeah. Like it's like it's like both of those. It's like it's like the woman who breaks up the band and also, or no, no, yeah, that's what it's. it's, it's that she's Yoko Ono and Suge Knight, all in one, right? Uh, is in the most kind of like extreme like uh, takes on her, uh, and, and yet also she is also a. a a hack for whom kirk cobain wrote her record right like it's like it's like she's her only talent is in manipulating kirk cobain uh, in the mind of these in the mind of these these skeptics which is like which is uh, ridiculous right but but like um i I mean that is a heightened version of memes that are out there right
2: right right no and i i I do think you know, and I think that it's just like the, the the. I do agree that there is something about like the lyrics do invite you to sort of, you know, you're kind of you're being spoken to as the abuser, um, you know, and you're like you're being spoken to at times as like the person who put who 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 hurt the speaker.
1: Yeah, or uh, as someone who's complicit with that, right? Yeah. Like the. Um, even, even when the direct address is not to you in, in that role, you're always kind of on the side, you're always on the side of the bad guys a, a little bit, um, not through any particular malevolent intent, but by kind of going along, you know?
0: Right. By uh, watching, by, right. Like by being a bystander who, who's not doing anything. Yeah, um, and I, I know, Rachel, you had always found the doll parts video to be disturbing What you said when you were growing up, right? Like, <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, no, I did. I did find it to be disturbing. Um, I, I, thought, I mean, I think in part because I mean, I don't know. She's like in a room by herself, and the room is like very shabby. There's like nothing in that room. I felt, I felt as if she were like imprisoned in that room, and like watching that video, uh, you know. And, and I think there is, I, I think there's something about like it's funny because like looking back at it, we uh, you know rewatching it today. Um, To get on this podcast. I don't know why I felt so afraid of that video or why I found it so disturbing, but I think at the time it had something to do with this sense that, like, the room really was like some sort of no one would be in that terrible room with that crappy bed, like, for on their own volition. Right, it's like it was like she was there against her will. In that's interesting, capacity. right? Because
0: it's not a it's because like you you know what a like bohemian shabby room looks like, um, and this is
2: not that. No, because it had no like personalization. It was just a bed. I mean, I think that's the other thing when you think yeah. about it. Like you know, a room that just has a bed in it is like a pretty scary room, right? As like a woman, I don't know. To me, there it, it does imply like. Like something like, you know, like sexual violence is about to be like begotten on the person because it's not it's like not her room. She has nothing in that room. Except her guitar, like yeah, there's no, like-
1: there's no like affordances for living. It's one uh, in that right in that room. It's it's about whole, you know. <laughs> it's not like, uh, and and actually the name of the band is a similar trolling move along the line of uh, we call it trolling. It's not for the lulls. There is actually a political point that is worth worth making to it. Um, but but it's uh,
0: but, but like- it is a but it, as a technique, right? Like it is a it is it's trolling with. purpose. Purpose, right <laughs> yeah
2: it's like, yeah, it's antagonism with yeah, purpose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a certain kind of antagonism with purpose, yeah, no, um, and, and like, I think that, but like going to the room, you know, i, I do think I like, think that's what scared me as that about that video was that the room, no one would be in that room on their own accord, it's a room of imprisonment.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and that kind of, I mean, that connects, it's interesting how intuitively, uh, and, and I mean, had you seen, had you listened to the whole album when you saw the video? Cause it's amazing that you were able to intuit. I mean, th- those themes are then obviously there in the visual presentation that connect to the, you know, the themes of abuse and harm and kidnapping that are, um, and violence, right. The, that are, that are throughout the
2: album. No, I had not really actually listened to the whole album at the time. Um, I don't really like, I really didn't listen to the, the whole to, well, album? Well, to the whole yeah. the whole whole album. <laughs> Who's out first? Uh yeah, no, I hadn't listened to that album um at the time and I didn't really listen to it until I was an adult. So yeah, I do think it's interesting how visually uh it it did manage to convey that. And yet looking at it again now, I I also see how it's just kind of visually also just a product of its time and this very 90s video like every everything has that like th- faded kind of like like there's like a sunspot like in the middle of the camera lens look or something
0: you know well, uh, yeah uh the you know camcorder technology is not what it is today <laughs> um uh well it, it is it struck me in watching it um in re-watching it, it i was like oh this is a lot like the um the heart shaped box video in in that and I guess one of these types right of of video in the nineties um is there is like something where there's like a figure alone uh doing something often in a field <laughs> uh, and then and the, uh, or 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 either a field or an industrial setting <laughs> or both um, and then the band is in some kind of like also, they're in a box. <laughs> the band is in a box. Right? The band the band, right, uh, like like Jennifer's body, right? Like uh is is in a box, right? Yeah,
2: they're always like in a box. Like they're in a box somewhere. Like uh, I don't know, they're in, like a Somerville apartment. Um, no, but uh they're yeah, they're always like in a box. And then like, I don't know, like the helium video uh for what is it, like Pat
0: Pat's Wish, right? Pat's
2: Wish, I think, yeah, right? Like Mary Timothy has to go around. Digging some plants up like I don't know Why but uh yeah I don't was
0: part of Pat's trick
2: I'm Pat's trick Thank you uh you know I don't know if that was like the music like the Video direction at the time like go 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 play with some dirt <laughs> We need You to go like put your hands in some Dirt <laughs> they'll make this Authentic <laughs> um But yeah the Band's always like in a box or you Know and then like the singer is sort Of off off in the industrial space exploring the world, uh, and, and like making sense of it. I mean, the, it kind of relates
0: to this idea that we were talking about earlier of not being part of a movement, right? That uh, th- these are, and, and to the question about, you know, is Courtney Love a singer songwriter? And there is a sense of, even in these bands, in a lot of these bands, there is a sense of, being alone but also in a band Mm -hmm. right um and that that you have a sense of this kind of both a a singular voice as a singer or songwriter um and i'm I'm thinking now also of kirk Cobain and nirvana um and probably a few others would come to mind but uh, of being this kind of singular voice but also um being part of this group um and and i think that 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 is kind of different from a a more purely collective mode of operating right that there is this there is this this heightened individualism um that is that is there, whether it's expressed as this kind of you know authorship um or this kind of you know i'm uh, these songs are expressing right i mean and it makes sense with the kind right that the the sixties were not about really kind of presenting an authentic self. It was about being a a movement and a a collective and a a youth uh, and about kind of a a harmonious open love. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and this is about, I am, I am real. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, or, um, uh, or, or what is the, what is the lyric, um, about, um, about, about being so fake, um,
2: you know, I fake it so real that I'm beyond fake. Is that the, yeah. The doll parts. Layer. Yeah, yeah. 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 I fake it so real. I am beyond fake. Right. Yeah. No. Right. It's,
0: it's, I mean, that's, that's like the nineties, right? That, <laughs> that, that is, that's the nineties in a nutshell, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, no, it's true. I, I mean, I guess it makes me think too, of like going back to like the kind of Bikini Kill and Riker or antagonism, you know, that, whether or not, like, putting aside, cause, like, I think there is a little bit of, like, I don't know if necessarily, like, you know, I think, like, you know, leaders, like people who become leaders of political movements don't necessarily, like, it's not like they ask to be leaders or seen as leaders or for the, like, front women of something, right? And I mean, I think that, and that's like the, that's kind of like the true calling card of these kinds of things that are, like, a little bit more collective is like, well, you know, I just wanted to do this thing. I just wanted to have this idea with other people, right? And I do think that ethos, um, Is there more um, and it is antagonistic is sort of the ethos of this album and kind of like the idea of like having, I think, like kind of Courtney Love's personal style in general. Um, and, And like I agree there is like a more of an individualism here than in in like the kind of whatever was happening in Olympia.
0: Oh, and it is interesting. I mean, that also squares with something that's like reported a fair amount about Courtney Love early in her career of like that. She was a tremendous go getter. Right. That, like, there are numerous uh, uh, stories of her. You know whether it's uh, you know how the, how she got Kim Gordon uh, from Youth to produce Hole's first album was like sending a letter to her and 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 you know including I think a Hello Kitty beret and uh, and a letter and the demos right or um you know lots of very persistent you know um, giving a single again and again to um, a DJ at K Rock right or or a number of other stories of you know there's there's no lack of hustle right the, the, this isn't about necessarily being a slacker right not it's not that they're leading a movement um out of a sense of slacker but it, as a sense of like I'm I mean what what how do you make that kind of focus on like the self and on that kind of self reliance um, and and square that with a you know um uh with feminism which is kind of typically understood to be a, about a movement right
2: <laughs> yeah no I mean, I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like, I, I feel like we're like tiptoeing around like what are still like central tensions around like feminism in general, right? It's like, um, and I think it's like a thing that still plays out, this kind of like tension of, I don't know, like this individualistic feminism and then like trying to build some sort of like like collective group of goals right mm-hmm. right and like the difficulty of like collective goals in general right and it's very hard it is hard to identify what are the collective goals right of of something like women who are like such a big that's such a big group um and yeah. and i do i do think like yep you know, I, I do think she, like, Courtney Love's, like, view of, like, feminism is much more the individualistic, like, you know, the one that got more easily, I, I would say, commercialized and then kind of co-opted because it's, like, a lot easier to sort of mark individualism as, like, more of a cornerstone of, like, marketing, right? Right, right. And so it, it's more like the it is that kind of, you know, well— um. There aren't collective goals, no, right? Really. Like, there's no such thing as, like, trying to have collective goals. Uh, but, you know, there's – feminism is about, like, um, having a, a, a playing field. It's sort of like – is and it, that focuses more on, like, is the playing field even, which I would say collective feminism does as well. Like, there's a focus on pl- even playing field and, like, kind of removing structural impediments, uh, disproportionate, like, structural, uh, like, impediments to, you know, whatever, like, well-being, success, however you want to define, like, good things for women. But uh, it's done through the idea of, like, defining collective goals Mm -hmm. rather than, like, I guess, I don't know, thinking about, like, thinking that it's futile to have collective goals and Mm -hmm. just trying your best to, like, even the playing field in some other way. I don't know. I guess that's what I don't understand about.
0: Or or is this, is this lean in?
2: It is kind of, I mean, I do think like lean in is like that, right? It's lean in doesn't say your employer should change its policies. Right. It doesn't say talk to other women and like all like as a front, like go, talk to your employer about changing this policy or changing the way they do things or changing the industry or changing like the laws, right? It talks about how you can sort of like quietly, uh, you know, how you can quietly do things to succeed yeah. within the constructs of what is out there.
0: But this isn't exactly that either. Right. No. Because like, like, you know, when Courtney love leans in, she like puts her foot up on the amp and, <laughs> and, and, and straddles it and, 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 and rocks out and, and settles her gar- guitar between uh, her legs. Right. Right. Um, and so that's, it's, it, cause you said, you said very clearly that leaning in is about doing these things quietly and there's nothing about, and we have actually, haven't talked about like the sound of this record a lot we talked about lyrics we talked about themes but this is i mean and this is a loud record and that is as a record that is considerably softer than their first record right
2: uh. yeah no that's true and, and to be fair maybe quietly is the wrong word for i mean i think Cheryl Sandberg would argue that she doesn't feel like she was advocating anyone do anything that quietly but it is that how it feels and yes this is not a quiet record neither of these records is quiet they're 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 both Loud as loud as all. Wait, I can curse on this podcast. Yes, correct. Yes. You sure fucking can. They're loud as fuck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Talk more about that. They're
2: super loud and they're super um it's interesting because these albums are so different. Uh and I know you had talked about that earlier on, but man, the first album is like, I don't know, it's like I want to call it Sister Flipper. Like if which is like if Sonic's use sister like Met Flipper. That's what it sounds. It's like Sister Flipper. Uh, It's just so, um, it's just so like, uh, it's such an assault on your ear. Like it's such Mm -hmm. a chugging, sludgy, muddy assault. Uh, And it's good. I mean, I mean that in like a very positive way. Like I don't mean that in a bad way. It's very good. If that's the kind of thing, if you like that kind of thing, You know, if you love butter, you'll fucking love this album. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It just sounds like (laughs) it just really sounds like it's such a good, uh, raw, sludgy thing. Uh, It's amazing. But it's definitely not the second. It's definitely not live through this. Um, Live through this just has like way more, way more like pop sensibilities. Like, I mean, there's just it's more melodic. It's more. It's structured. There's songs with structures and choruses and and repetition uh, and refrains and even codas. To your point, you know, and then like the production is not, it, you know, it's really just not the same sludgy production. Um, it is interesting because like I I feel like Kim Gordon definitely really delivered on like apparently Courtney Love wrote to Kim Gordon like I really liked Sister. That delivered i mean it sounds like this yeah it sounds like the the
0: like i was saying earlier the most underground of not the most underground but like definitely the no way one foot still in the new york underground no wave sonic youth Mm -hmm. right
2: oh yeah no it it definitely sounds like that and i think you feel you, you really hear that and feel that and then this album does not have that sound, obviously. No.
0: Uh, are there any other albums uh, on the, uh, the uh, other songs that we have, uh, have not talked about yet that like are like from a musical standpoint or from a sonic standpoint, jump out or ones that we have that we didn't really talk about the sound
2: of it. Um, you know, I think, uh, credit, I, I'm kind of interested in talking about credit in the straight world, even though it's a cover. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's a very, I think it's an interesting, uh, I think it's, like, an interesting choice of a cover. Um, You know, and I I just think, I I think the idea of getting credit in the straight world also kind of speaks to a lot of the things we've been talking about, like, about the whole MO, right? Like, it's just, you know, it is about, like, fight, right? It is, it is like, I guess this is the kind of lean-in, like, ish line of thinking, right? Or, like, it's, like, about the, it is, there's a certain amount of, like, the frustrations and pitfalls of like trying to navigate the game that exists. Yeah. Um, and I, I do think it, it, it kind of stands out um, against the other kind of more, you know, it, it, there's still like the violence here. Right. And the kind of like the, the high stakes, but it, it does, it is a little, you know, as a cover, like you see, it does feel like less, You don't feel the same sense of, like, personal – it doesn't feel – like, you don't really feel the same kind of, like – it's not the same wounded speaker. It's a different speaker. It's a different voice, um, I think, lyrically but it goes very well with like the rest of the album. I think thematically uh, in, in general.
0: Well, and that's and thing about the music, it's one where that um, after the intro, which is kind of more choral, mm-hmm. uh, I would say um, it has this, it's, it's this very kind of, I don't know if syncopated is the right word, um, but it, uh, it, it's this, it's this heavily strummed ri- uh, rhythm, right? That's very agitated, right? Um, and the, that, that, uh, it's very agitated and energetic, right?
2: Yeah, no, it is very like agitated and energetic. Um, I kind of like a lot of the other whole songs. You know, I think they're very good actually at creating tension by like not playing their instrument. No, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm totally. serious. Like they're totally. they're they're like they're really excellent at doing this. Where like they really know when to like not play the guitar, mm-hmm. right? And and I think they use that to great effect. Um, and, and, and like building a, a sort of natural sense of like dread and tension just by like not playing, right? And by like having quiet and not playing they're not playing the entire rhythm right they are like you're saying they're strum either either they are playing the whole rhythm or they're like holding you know they're just strumming at that once at the at the beginning of like you know what i mean they're just strumming it and letting it ring out over like a couple of beats yep. um and i think they're they're very good at at using that like in a way that's effective um you know And, and, you know, and and I think I I find it, like, impressive, like, their kind of intuitiveness for, like, when to, like, rest the instrument and when to not and when to play.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think that's I think that's exactly right. And I, I think that that kind of space and texture, I mean, is what gives those songs tensions and then the songs release that tension mm-hmm. as well. Right. Um, and it's, you know, we, we've alluded to the pixies a few times, but like rather than right. Being even kind of loud, soft, loud, or soft, mm. soft, loud, soft, um, that, that these often crescendo, right. Yes. Um, or they, or they, yeah I think that that's often it right there's there's builds in a lot of these songs, right
2: yeah no, I think there's like greater builds, and i I don't think you would get that same kind of greater build without having like basically had such a quiet part right, right. and uh and they're and they're right. like you
0: have to go very low so that the highs are are so high,
2: right, right, so that the highs are so high um you know, and then you're like, yeah, like I don't think the Pixies like have that many like truly like we have stopped playing our instruments, right? Like we have taken out this part uh, and then we'll come in again a little stronger. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of like Cactus as like kind of a more spare song. And even then that never crescendos, right? That just was like a choice to remain spare and build the tension by being like yeah, very spare and creepy. Um and i think uh, the the kind of like whole experience is to like go on this like emotional roller coaster of building tension and dropping and, yeah. and and that's usually where there's like a vocal scream and then it's like back to the verses and then you you fall again and it's just, it's it's it really is literally it's a roller coaster.
0: Is it the whole experience or the whole experience?
2: Who's on first?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> Cuz I think we've discuss, the, discussed the whole record. <laughs>
2: the,
0: but not the whole record, but the, the whole The re-
2: whole Wait, which whole record? The, all, all of it. The whole record. But, but which one? The whole thing. <laughs> Live through this or 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 well, different the whole the whole discography, <laughs> but we didn't talk about the whole discography oh, we talked about the whole discography all right uh, <laughs> but not all of it well, so this will continue for the next several
0: hours um <laughs> offline uh but uh but we can continue it uh, uh in many different places, including the show notes on overthinking dot com uh on twitter uh on Facebook so join the conversation there um and join us back next week. Uh, Uh, where I almost certainly can guarantee that we will be back to present days. There have been a number of great albums that have accumulated uh, over the last months that we've been spending um, back in the 90s. So um, very soon we will be back in 2017. um, And whether uh, we are rocking out, whether we'll be listening to hip hop, uh, or whether uh, I will be trolling Matt with the best electronic dance music of the year, just know that we will be keeping it real.